T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 8 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Central Kansas bracing for winter storm. We have the story. Congress looks at a big spending bill with time running out. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. I'm Rodney Price. Improvements are coming for the city of Wichita's website. We'll navigate to that story coming up. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holiday. Cold Arctic air is on the way. It's going to be arriving after midnight tonight, sending wind chill values between 20 and 25 below zero. We will talk about the timing of this system and when it will make its exit here in just a few minutes. City and county officials say they're prepared for tomorrow's winter storm expected to hit Wichita and South Central Kansas. Mayor Brandon Whipple says city maintenance crews are ready to treat the streets with 35,000 tons of salt and sand treatment in reserve. Wichita Fire Department Battalion Chief Jose Ocadez says people should check their smoke and carbon monoxide detectors and replace their batteries before the worst of the cold arrives. Senate Republicans who support a $1.7 trillion funding bill this week will face payback from House Republicans. Top Senate Republican Mitch McConnell says there's plenty to like in the omnibus spending bill that achieves all of the GOP's priorities. Provides a real dollar increase for the defense baseline and a real dollar cut for the non-defense baseline. Support from McConnell and other Senate Republicans comes over the objections of House Republicans. House Republican leader Kevin McCarthy says once he's speaker, legislation coming from a senator who supports the omnibus will be dead on arrival in the House. On Capitol Hill, Jared Halpern, Fox News. Ukraine's President Zelensky is leaving his country for the first time since the Russian invasion. He's on his way to the United States to meet with President Biden as well as lawmakers. The White House issued a statement saying during Zelensky's visit, President Biden is going to announce a significant new package of security assistance for Ukraine. On a background call, an administration official said it was the White House that invited Zelensky to Washington, the Ukrainian president, to have an extended sit-down with President Biden. They're expected to have a strategic discussion on the way ahead on the battlefield. Then Zelensky is supposed to speak to members of Congress as they debate a spending plan that includes about $45 billion for Ukraine. In Washington, Chil NATO, Fox News. Planned Parenthood is taking a step toward making abortion more available in Kansas. 
Patients looking to undergo a medication abortion at a Planned Parenthood clinic in Kansas can now receive a telemedicine consultation from a clinic of its Great Plains affiliate, whose president and CEO explains the immediate goal is to have more days so patients can go there to get medication abortions. The week's development considered a small step toward potentially much broader access in a state where abortion providers are now seeing a flood of requests for appointments from women in states with much tighter abortion restrictions. Restrictions, especially Oklahoma and Texas. This comes less than a month after Kansas's ban on telemedicine abortions was blocked by a judge. Lillian Wu, Fox News. The online presence of the city of Wichita will be getting a major facelift in the coming year. The Wichita City Council approved the Wichita.gov overhaul by approving a contract with Civic Plus LLC out of Manhattan. The company has over 2,400 local government clients, including Fort Worth, Texas, and Denver, Colorado. Some of the new features of the site will include an improved search function, a calendar, social integration, and it will be ADA compliant. Year one of the contract for the new site will cost the city around $184,000, with year two at nearly $129,000. Year three and beyond will be subject to a 3% annual increase. Councilmember Brian Fry said the cost to maintain the new site will be worth it. For seven years, we've had an internally developed site that has met basic needs, but taking it to this next level is certainly appreciated. The design and testing of the site will take 18 to 32 weeks to complete. Wichita.gov is scheduled to go live by the third quarter of 2023. Rodney Price, KNSS News. Residents of Sedgwick County paid their real estate taxes this month. County Commissioner Pete Meister tells KNSS News tax bills may have gone up for some folks. This year, uh, uh, the average home price has really uh, escalated a lot. I think at one one time the average sale price was well over two hundred thousand, and I think it's I think so, which is way higher than uh, than previous years by you know twenty thousand. Meister commented during his weekly chat with Stephen Ted in the morning on KNSS. 8.04 now, four minutes past 8 o'clock. Stephen Ted, Jan's got something going on in traffic out there. What's happening? That's right. We have a traffic accident. This is uh, southbound at I-135, right at I-235, up at the north junction. And they're closing southbound I-235 there. You will not be able to get through. Okay. Yeah. All right. Coming up, Ted's got sports on the way, right, Ted? Yeah, we'll take a look at some a lot of Thunder hockey coming up in the next few days in downtown Wichita. We'll preview that coming up in sports. And Elon Musk says he plans his plan plans on remaining as Twitter CEO until he can find someone else willing to replace him on the job. That story just ahead on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Tan. KNSS Morning News with Stephen's at 8.08 now. Eight minutes past 8 o'clock here on the Wednesday morning, four days until Christmas. Elon Musk says he plans on remaining as Twitter CEO until he can find someone willing to replace him in the job. Musk's announcement came after millions of Twitter users asked him to step down in an unscientific poll the billionaire himself created and promised to abide by. Since taking over San Francisco-based Twitter in late October, 
Musk's run as Twitter CEO has been marked by quickly issued rules and policies that have often been withdrawn or changed soon after being made public. Customs enforcement officials are planning to, sp- to send migrant detainees to Tennessee as they continue to await trial. Fox's Jeff Paul has reactions and more on this story. The governor there, Bill Lee, says while the exact number of people they're sending over is unclear, he's calling the plan irresponsible and a safety threat. Governor Lee has since called the White House, asking them to reverse moving these adult detainees to Tennessee while they wait for court. Senator Marsha Blackburn of Tennessee says the plan only further exacerbates what she's calling a, quote, humanitarian crisis. Now, Blackburn told Fox News they'll be transporting 50 people at a time to her state in two buses every single week. While she doesn't know how long this will go on, she says it's taxpayers who will have to fit the bill for the much-needed social services like education and medical care. An ICE spokesperson says non-government organizations in Nashville have volunteered to help out with the housing of the migrants. Eight teenage girls are charged with killing a homeless man in Toronto, Canada. Police say the gang of mostly 13- and 14-year-old girls who all met each other online swarmed the 59-year-old man near a train station. The man had reportedly been living at a homeless shelter. Witnesses flagged down EMS after they saw the girls stab the man who was taken to a hospital. Police say they were found at the scene carrying a number of weapons. Three of the girls have a history with police. All eight girls are charged with second-degree murder. Chris DeMeo, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 8.10, 10 minutes spent, make it 8.11. 11 minutes past 8 o'clock for Stephen Ted. Uh, southbound I-135. Uh, they've got a traffic accident uh, uh, right at the north junction, right around I-235. Uh, it looks like some traffic is, is is getting through, but I think they're trying to divert everybody off the road to get it closed. Uh, not very good idea to try and get through there. Uh, traffic is going slow. It's being, You can see the backup goes for... Maybe even a few miles out there. So, again, oh, wow. yeah, so the southbound I-135, uh, things are looking pretty bad. You might want to avoid southbound I-135 after a traffic accident up there near I-235. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. And now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holiday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. With moisture gradually increasing from the south ahead of a strong low pressure system, we will have some patchy areas of freezing drizzle across south central Kansas. It'll be breezy this afternoon with a high 35. A wind chill warning goes into effect after midnight. That's when the snow arrives. Our low about 1 degree with a wind chill 20 below. Then off and on snow early tomorrow, windy and 2 degrees. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holiday. Now fog, mist, 24 degrees at a southeast wind at 12 miles per hour. Stephen Ted of the morning here on KNSS. And if you're out there stuck in traffic, well, I feel sorry for you. That's no way to be trying to get to where you want to go, whether you're going to whether you're going to work this morning or coming into town to do some, nope, some Christmas shopping or whatever. That's really frustrating. And uh, we'll just uh, keep you posted on what's going on out there. Today is December 21st, and it was on this date in 1891. The first basketball game, devised by James Naismith, is believed to have been played at the International YMCA Training School in Springfield, Massachusetts. Final score of the experimental game, one to nothing. So apparently a field, like soccer. A field goal was Boring. only worth one point, maybe. 
I wonder why they. I wonder if you how get they, it in the peach basket, you get a point. Yeah, I wonder how they came up with two points. What was the logic behind that? Just making more. I want to have a higher scoring game. That way, they could have foul shots. <laughs> the game has evolved over the years, as you say. They had a, apparently a hung up what a peach basket, and somebody on a ladder went up and got the ball out of yeah. it. Yeah. Oh wow! Pretty amazing Pretty. deal that somebody invented a sport, and now look where it is on a worldwide status. And there's a copy of the rules, right? It, it the was KU's got a copy of it. <laughs> yeah, it was incredibly different. Uh, you couldn't touch another player ever. Uh, physical contact was basically not allowed. No dribbling. You just had to pass the ball. It was just a different game. Yeah. Well, I've seen it evolve just in my lifetime. Well, sure. So and, and you have too. Yeah. I mean, uh, as a youngster playing the game, you could not, when you were dribbling, put your hand underneath the ball and turn it over. You know, I, it's interesting it's you cool. say that. I was just noticing that at the Shocker game at the Interest Bank Arena on Saturday night. Which is, uh, you know, just, just another nod toward, hey, we need more offense. Every, every guy handling the ball does that. Yeah. I was like, you know, 30 years ago, you would have been called for traveling for doing that. Yeah. Not anymore. No, they called it palming. Yeah. Yeah. So there's one that just, for guys my age, oh, come on. You you carry the ball for crying out loud. Everyone does now. Everybody does. Yep. And, of course, the glorified uh, uh, taking the ball with your hand and stuffing it down into the bucket, which I think think Ralph Miller, who coached at Wichita State, I think he called that the idiot's delight. (laughs) <laughs> Although some of fans his, go crazy every his, time there's a dunk. Some of his guys could do it. They would get up, get up there. But, uh, yeah, they just love that. And, um, hmm. well, the three-point play. The three-point shot certainly has Everybody's, revolutionized the game. From everybody relies on it, and you go out there. And, and you the just, shot clock. Yeah, the shot clock. I think the three-point line and the shot clock have certainly changed the way things operate. See, I like the shot clock because in, in the old days of, of high school and college, if you were ahead, you could sit on the ball forever. You still do if in you, high school. There's if no you shot could. clock in high school. Right, in high school. But if you could sit on the ball forever yeah. if, if you were good enough to, to keep it Which, away from Which, you know, the Dean Smith and some of those North Carolina teams, they would get like a 32-22 to 22 lead, and then they would just shut the game down, go to the four corners. No shot clock. Where I grew up and where we played, the, the, coach was, the coaches would say, you know, if we score 12 points tonight and the other team scores 11, we win. We win, yeah. That was their way of saying, you know, you got to play a little defense down there. <laughs> and sometimes the score was was 12 to 11. Yeah, it's really evolved over the years, and it's just certainly a terrific spectator game. It's a beautiful, it's fun to watch. It's un- the guys are so athletic and so strong and big. Uh Muscular, well, they're massive. They're massive yeah. human beings. They're just great big guys, and and uh, well, and and the women have come along. And, and of course, when I was growing up, we didn't have competitive women's or girls basketball, but uh, that came around long, quick enough for my daughter to participate in girls' sports, and so I think that's a great deal too. Love to see the girls, but then the women get to play. All right, Ted, it's uh, and you've got some basketball coming up here this uh, this coming up this weekend. All right, eight seventeen. Stephen Ted here on KNSS. Let's check out the sports scene now with Ted Woodward. Yeah, and we've got hockey on the menu. Hockey. Three nights in a row downtown at Intrust Bank Arena. You want to go see your second place Wichita Thunder in action on home ice tonight, tomorrow night, Friday night. Three nights in a row down at Interest Bank Arena at 7 o'clock each night. Second place Thunder hosting a team right behind them in the standings. The third place Rapid City Rush 
Wichita's won two out of three coming into this series. So a lot of chances to go see your Thunder downtown for the next three nights. We got a ton of college bowlers every year on the week before Christmas. Everybody's out in Vegas for the this year. It's the 35th annual collegiate shootout intercollegiate bowling tournament in Las Vegas. Yesterday was six qualifying games. And Wichita State women ended up number one after six qualifying games. Shocker ladies are ranked number two in the nation, and they are bowling very well. And that tournament will wrap up today, the collegiate shootout out in Vegas for all those college bowlers. We'll be talking pro football tonight on the weekly edition of the Chiefs Kingdom Show, hosted by the play-by-play voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtus. Chiefs are coming off three straight road games. Now they finally are back at Arrowhead. That game will be Saturday afternoon on Christmas Eve, hosting the Seahawks. Of course, you can hear that game live Saturday right here on KNSS. Chiefs are still in the number two spot in the conference. There's only three games to go in the regular season. So a lot to talk about tonight on the weekly edition of the Chiefs Kingdom Show. That's at 6 o'clock this evening over on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Pro basketball in the NBA last night. The Utah Jazz go into Detroit and beat the Pistons 126-111. to And a couple of former Kansas Jayhawks coming off the bench for Utah. Yudoka Azbuke played seven minutes, had a couple of points, three rebounds. And the rookie, Ochai Abaji, played three minutes, and he made a three-pointer. Utah Jazz are in the number eight spot in the Western Conference. They've won three of their last five. Another Jayhawk in action last night got his first start in the NBA. Christian Brown starting at guard for the first time ever for the Denver Nuggets, the top team in the Western Conference. In fact, it was a meeting of the top two teams in the West, number one Denver hosting number two Memphis. The Nuggets won that game last night, 105-91 in his first NBA start. Christian Brown had 13 points and three rebounds. Back-to-back wins for the Nuggets. They are in the number one spot in the West, as we mentioned. And happy birthday today to a friend of ours, Jeff Lutz, of course, is the co-host of Bob and Jeff show. Yeah. Sports show every every weekday afternoon over on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. KFH. Jeff Lutz, good young man. I think he's Jack Benny's age. I think he's 39. Really? Well, he's taken to that radio. Of course, his dad came from print. Yeah, well, so did Jeff. Jeff so did worked Jeff for the Eagle too, for yeah. a long time. Well, he's taking the radio. I heard him the other day, and he's, he's, he's getting pretty good. Well, he, he makes me laugh because, yeah. you know, he's poking the bear. He's poking his dad <laughs> on the air, and yeah. they, those two start to get into it. Well, he doesn't get clobbered. He could get grounded. So, I figure I've, so then you know, I look at that stuff, and I figure, like, I've, I've known Jeff since he was since he was like eight. eight. He was like seven or eight. I mean, this is so weird to think about. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh. Yeah, happy birthday happy to birthday. Jeff Lutz yeah. over on the Bob and Jeff Show on KFH every weekday. Happy birthday, Jeff. That's sports with Stephen Ted. 821 now here on KNSS. And keep it here for the Hannity Morning Minute. Sean criticizes Biden's deal to swap Griner. That's on the way. Stephen Ted of the Morning here on KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh. Ted Woodward, 830 on this Wednesday morning, 24 degrees. Democrats on the House Ways and Means Committee have voted to publicly release six years of former President Trump's tax returns. Democrats say former President Trump broke political norms by refusing to release his tax returns. 
They argued transparency and the rule of law were at stake. Committee Chair Richard Neal. This was not about being punitive. It was not about being malicious. But Ranking Member Kevin Brady warned. Every American taxpayer who may get on the wrong side of the majority in Congress uh, is now at risk. A report the committee is issuing says the Trump administration may have ignored mandates that require audits of a president's tax filings. A redacted version of Trump's returns could be in public hands in a few days. In Washington, Jill Nato, Fox News. Firefighters battled a house fire in South Wichita Tuesday night in the 1600 block of South Market, and they found flames at the rear of a vacant house. No injuries reported. Fire department officials say with the colder temperatures, unhoused people look to those types of buildings for shelter. Officials say the same house burned two years ago. The Wichita City Council has approved a $157,000 contract with Kansas Legal Services to help people with suspended driver's licenses restore their driving privileges. A steering committee made up of local judges, District Attorney Mark Bennett, and others recommended the creation of the Wichita Area Restoration Program. WARP, for short, will help provide a roadmap for those who have lost their driver's license. Councilmember Brandon Johnson appreciated the committee's work on the program. I'm excited about this because... We have so many people that spiral just off of a simple ticket and they have so many fines. And then because we want people to be responsible, they want to go to work. But then if they drive to work, there's a problem there. The city says over 200,000 Kansans have suspended driver's licenses, with roughly 25% of them in the Wichita area. Rodney Price, KNSS News. This week, the Wichita City Council looked at upgrading the city's website. Sedgwick County Commissioner Pete Meitzner tells KNSS News. Websites have become an important communication tool. It does get reviewed, and there's a lot of talent in uh, here locally in Wichita area that, that uh, does things with websites, and uh, I think it's always worth being uh, looked at and, and refreshed. Um, and it's, it's clearly a tool that, that, that citizens and, and everybody uses now is, is going to the, to the various websites for information. Meitzner commented during his weekly chat with Stephen Ted in the morning on KNSS. President Biden will soon sign the National Defense Authorization Act, which removes the COVID vaccine mandate from the military. Now, a group of Republican senators is urging Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin to rehire service members who were fired for refusing the vaccine. Florida Senator Rick Scott sent a letter to Defense Secretary Austin signed by five of his colleagues. There's a lot of people, thousands of people that have been kicked out. They need to have the opportunity to come back in and they need to get back pay. There's so many families that have been harmed uh, over this. More than 8,000 service members have been kicked out for refusing to get vaccinated for COVID-19. At the White House, Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre says the vaccine mandate should have continued. A spokesman tells Fox as a matter of policy, the Pentagon does not discuss congressional correspondence. The department will review and respond in due course as appropriate. In Washington, Mike Emanuel, Fox News. New numbers are raising safety concerns about electric scooters and bikes. At least 119 people have died while using electric scooters and e-bikes from 2017 through 2021. That's according to newly released numbers from the National Transportation Safety Board. While not an overwhelming figure, it could prompt more municipal governments to provide more oversight. Scooters and e-bikes have grown in popularity in recent years as a cheap and environmentally friendly mode of transportation, particularly in large cities and college communities. 
Tom Graham, Fox News. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. We will see some patchy areas of freezing fog and freezing drizzle here through mid-morning, then breezy the rest of today with a high 35. Areas of snow develop well after midnight as a wind chill warning goes into effect. Our low near zero, the wind chill 20 below, then blowing snow early tomorrow, cold with a high 2 degrees, wind chill 25 below zero. Looks like we're finally above freezing again on Christmas Day. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holiday. Now fog, mist 24 degrees, southeast wind at 12 miles per hour. And yes, he did say tomorrow's high 2 degrees. Ooh. Stephen Ted in the morning here on 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Time for entertainment news. It is the blur. Here is Ted Woodward. Ted? Uh, A star of the soap opera General Hospital has died. Actress Sonia Eddy, best known for playing head nurse Epiphany Johnson on the ABC soap General Hospital, dies. You and Sonny aren't the only one with secrets. I respect yours. You need to respect mine. Eddie joined the show in 2006 and quickly became a fan favorite for her acting and her voice. You're not alone anymore. The soap says Eddie died Monday at 55. Her close friend Octavia Spencer posting on Instagram, the world has lost another creative angel. Carmen Roberts, Fox News. And the wife of a rock legend has passed. The wife of Rolling Stones, late drummer Charlie Watts, Shirley Ann Watts, has died at the age of 84. Watts, a former art student and prominent breeder of Arabian horses, met Watts well before he joined the Stones. The couple formed one of rock and roll's most enduring marriages. They were together well over 50 years. The only crisis in their marriage was in the mid-80s when Watts struggled with heroin addiction, a time he would later say nearly cost him his marriage. Shirley died in Devon after a short illness surrounded by her family. The Stones' Ronnie Wood wrote on Facebook, We will miss you so much, but take comfort that you are reunited with your beloved Charlie. Michelle Polino, Fox News. Let's see what's going on in the world of gaming. Fox Bits. Your insider's cheat code to gaming. I'm Eamon Dignam. Fortnite hit with a $520 million bill as it settles with the FTC on allegations that parent company Epic Games collected children's personal information and tricked players into making digital purchases. The 520 is split between two payments, a record penalty of $275 million for breaking COPPA, meant to protect children's information online, and another $245 million for tricking customers into purchases. Fortnite is a teen-rated game by the Entertainment Software Ratings Board, which means it's suitable for players 13 and older, while COPPA imposes certain requirements on online services to keep children under 13 information private. In a statement, Epic Games says their industry is fast-moving and statutes, such as 1998's COPPA, don't explicitly state how gaming systems should operate. But they accepted the terms of the settlement to be at the forefront of consumer protection. That's Fox Bits for Fox News. Sharon Osborne is back home. She had a medical emergency. Sharon Osborne is back home after a medical emergency that put the talk show host in the hospital. Osborne posted the news that she was back home and doing great on Instagram next to a picture of her dog sitting in front of a Christmas tree. She also thanked everyone for all the love. On Saturday, the former star of the Osbournes was rushed to the hospital after a medical emergency Friday evening. Her son, Jack Osborne, posted on his Instagram story that his mother was given the all clear from her medical team and is now home. He continued, as for what happened to my mom, 
I'm going to leave it to her to share about it when she's ready. Michelle Polino, Fox News. Here we are on the 21st of December. It's December 21st, and this is your Fox Daily Snapshot. Today is Bah Humbug Day. This is a day about the essence of Ebenezer Scrooge, who was the grouchy character in Charles Dickens' famous novel, A Christmas Carol, published in 1843. On this day in 2020, the United States begins vaccinating for COVID-19 using the Moderna vaccine. Born on this day in 1948, legendary actor Samuel L. Jackson, turning into performance for the ages in the 1994 movie Pulp Fiction as the hitman Jules Winfield. Those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers, and you will know my name is the Lord. When I lay my fingers upon thee. Actor Kiefer Sutherland, the star of the Fox hit TV series 24, with that clock that never stopped moving. That's all you're doing is compromising because that's how you think things are done. I'm CJ Papa. That's your Fox Daily Snapshot. More stars are joining a legendary country musician in her final nationwide tour. I'm Michelle Polino. Winona Judd announced some new additions to the Judd's The Final Tour in 2023. Joining Winona on the road is Kelsey Ballerini, Ashley McBride, Little Big Town, and Brandi Carlisle, and Tanya Tucker will join the party next year. Each of the five acts are appearing on three dates on the trip. Some of country's biggest stars will come together to celebrate the life and music of George Jones this April. For Still Playing Possum, Music and Memories of George Jones. The event, which will be televised at a later date, will take place in Huntsville, Alabama, April 24th, and celebrate the 10th year anniversary of the country legend's passing at the age of 81 in 2013. Brad Paisley, Dirks Bentley, Tanya Tucker, Trace Adkins, Justin Moore, Jamie Johnson, Lori Morgan, Michael Ray Moore will take the stage with more performers expected to be announced in the coming weeks. That's Fox Country on Fox News. Let's get up close with a celebrity. The special holiday Fox celebrity profile with voice star of the Great North, Nick Offerman. Offerman is known for many things, his acting, his woodworking, and among his many other projects, his sipping scotch by the Yule Log holiday video. I never would have dreamed, you know, the, that uh, <laughs> our Yule Log video, uh, for our, it's a commercial for Lagavulin scotch, uh, would become such a weird, <laughs> popular um, tradition. Uh, I, I'm very grateful that people trust me to accompany them at, at their family gatherings or people put it on in their workplaces, where apparently I'm just a, uh, a comforting presence. Uh, I will, I will stand, sit by and, and you know, enjoy some, some peace and quiet, uh, some Yuletide cheer. We, we have a couple new commercials coming, but, you know, for now, I think it's... I think it's the original. Ashley Dvorkin, Fox News. The woman who police caught breaking in and burglarizing the home of actor Robert De Niro is arraigned. Shani Savilas is charged with felony second-degree burglary for breaking into the apartment where De Niro and his daughter were sleeping. According to police, she was putting Christmas presents in a bag when she was caught. The charging document also details Avilas attempted to get into several nearby businesses before entering the De Niro residence. The NYPD describes Avilas as a serial burglar, having been arrested 26 times, 16 this year alone. She's being held on a $120,000 bond. Avilas will be back in court Friday. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. 
A woman blocked from an outing with her daughter because of her job. Attorney Kelly Conlon says she was kicked out of Radio City Music Hall in New York City as she tried to see the Rockettes with her daughter and other Girl Scout troop members because of where she works. Apparently singled out by facial recognition technology, then barred because her employer has for years been involved in personal injury litigation against a restaurant owned by MSG Entertainment, which also runs Radio City. Conlon, who says she's not affiliated with cases against MSG, is just one in a string of attorneys. Shown the door because they work for firms suing the conglomerate, which says it has a straightforward policy precluding them until that litigation's been resolved. Lillian Wu, Fox News. 60 years ago on this day, released in Wichita movie theaters, In Search of the Castaways, an adventure film starring Maurice Chevalier and Haley Mills. We interviewed Haley Mills right here with Stephen Ted. Too long ago. That's right. Got their search for a shipwrecked sea captain based on a Jules Verne novel. This was the third of six films that Haley Mills did for Disney. George Sanders and Wilfred Hyde White are also in this movie. It's a commercial success. Earned almost five million bucks at the box office. Very popular in 1963. In Search of the Castaways, celebrating its 60th anniversary. Happy birthday today to big-time talk show pioneer Phil Donahue is 87 years old today. First talk show format that included audience participation. And, of course, I have something in common with Phil. We both graduated from the University of Notre Dame. Here's a clip from a Phil Donahue show in 1977 when his guest was actress Marlo Thomas. It was obviously an attraction. Marlo Thomas is back. It's been a couple of years since she last visited with us. You are so thin. Am I? Uh-huh. Thinner oh. than I think last time. You've never been fat. No, no. I, I, I eat a lot of food to try to gain weight, actually. I'm sorry that we are out of time. You are really fascinating. And no, you but are... you are wonderful. I said it when we were off there, and I want to say you are loving and generous, and you like women, and it's a pleasure. And whoever is the woman in your life is very lucky. Well, thank yeah. you very much. <laughs> Marlo Thomas stars in Thieves for Paramount Pictures, and we hope that you have a nice day. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you. Now, wait a minute. Didn't those two get married? First three years later, they got married. Took them three years? Yeah, that surprised me. They were really flirting there on the show. I thought she was burning with desire. It sounds like it. Oprah Winfrey said if it weren't for Phil Donahue, there never would have been an Oprah. That's true. That's true. Uh, TV Guide ranked Phil Donahue as one of the 50 greatest TV stars of all time. Happy birthday to Phil Donahue. He's 87 today. And 50 years ago on this day, the theatrical release of a movie called Jeremiah Johnson. Directed by Sidney Pollack, starring Robert Redford and Will Gear. It's in my top ten. I know. You like this movie. I love it. It was shot all over the state of Utah. Sidney Pollack's my favorite director. Great work. All right. This uh, the role was originally intended for Lee Marvin. Then it was intended for Clint Eastwood. Sam Peckinpah was going to direct. However, Peckinpah and Clint did not get along, so Peckinpah was out. Then Eastwood decided to make Dirty Harry instead. So Jeremiah Johnson was still open. Warner Brothers stepped in, and Robert Redford came in, and then he talked Sidney Pollack into directing it. Wow. They did the thing on a shoestring budget. That was the deal. A lot of outdoor shooting. They were. Yeah. They had to do a ton of outdoor shooting in Utah, and they had to keep the cost low. Sidney Pollack mortgaged his home to supplement the budget for this movie. 
and he and uh, Bob Redford did all the uh, editing. He said they would. He said, "Hey, you have to watch the dailies, and we'd all fall asleep because all you had were these big shots of a guy walking his horse through the snow." <laughs> You had to edit this movie because there wasn't a huge plot. Yeah. It was all, all came down to editing. It was the first Western film to ever be accepted at the Cannes Film Festival. And it had its uh, theatrical release 50 years ago on this day. Jeremiah Johnson. One of my favorites. And I've always heard that, uh, I've heard it said that uh, Robert Redford considers this his favorite film that he's ever made. He was, he was outdoors a lot, I'll tell you that. He loved being outdoors in Utah. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. It's Entertainment News in the Blur with Stephen Ted. 846 now, and uh, coming up, we've got the Wichita Business Journal update. Congress may give Boeing a break on a year-end deadline. That's on the way. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame, two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the Markable Fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Stephen Ted, the morning KNSS eight fifty here on this Wednesday morning. Three big things. Three. Wichita City Council approves upgrade for the city's webpage. Two. Congress working on a huge spending bill with deadline looming Friday. One. Kansas bracing for a winter storm. Wind chills could reach 25 below Thursday. Three big things, Stephen Ted on KNSS. Uh, we have a couple of crashes uh, right now. Southbound on I-135. Uh, one of them's at the North Junction at I-235. That's where one of those traffic accidents is. Uh, the other traffic accident is in the back up there, uh, back at 53rd Street North. They've got a lane closed for that one. And then when you get all the way down to uh, I-235 I, uh, to I-235, uh, that is running very, very slow as well. Might want to try to avoid the North Junction, especially if you're coming from the north. Uh, not a good not not moving very fast right now. Traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. Mostly cloudy today with a high of 39 degrees. Cloudy and very cold with snow likely tonight. And an inch of uh, or less of accumulation. Overnight low one. 
Thursday, windy and cold, blowing snow, a high of 2 degrees. Wind chills could hit 25 below. Now fog and mist and 24 degrees. We have a southeast wind at 12 miles per hour. Steve's head in the morning on the stock market yesterday, uh, ending a four-day losing streak. The Dow closed up by 92 points. S&P up four. NASDAQ up just over a point. And this morning, it looks like maybe we got the beginnings of a Santa Claus rally. S&P is up 27 points. The Dow up 310. And the NASDAQ up 42. And let's take a look at a local business update from the Wichita Business Journal. During the past couple of years, through conversations in state and local studies, Eric Gilbert has heard about and seen the need for middle-income housing in the Wichita area and Kansas. Through his new Liberty Communities company, the builder and developer is making progress helping with that issue. Gilbert says Liberty Communities has 13 projects at various stages of planning and development. Could bring more than 1,000 single-family homes within the $210,000 to $270,000 range into the south-central Kansas market. Boeing appears set for a year-end reprieve through Congress that will allow it to certify its newest 737 MAX jets without costly changes. According to a report from the Seattle Times, legislators early Tuesday agreed on a spending bill that included an amendment to the certification process that Boeing has lobbied hard for throughout the second half of the year. Tucked into the 4,000-page, $1.7 trillion omnibus spending bill, which also prevents a government shutdown with expected final approval before midnight Friday, is a provision that allows the Federal Aviation Administration to give the manufacturer a pass on December 27th certification, uh, the deadline that has loomed over the coming MAX 10 and MAX 7 narrow-body jets. That's business news this morning from the Wichita Business Journal with Steve and Ted in the morning. Today is Don't Make Your Bed Day. This kind of silly, isn't it? Does it seem like a pointless chore? Can you never find the time? What's great is that you don't make your bed day can be, well, it can be for anyone. Just skip it. Don't do it today. Some people are, I know some people are compulsive about it. Uh, others are, well, what's the point? If nobody's going to be in there, you know, let's leave it unmade for a day. My but wife. See, see, there's some people that like planning ahead and yeah. knowing that when they go to bed that night, they want to get into a beautiful yeah. made bed. That's my wife. Start thank, fresh every day. Thank goodness St. Shelley's, she, she wants it to be neat in there. And uh, that's, yeah. Of course, I'm a bachelor. I think I have the opposite outlook. You have, uh, yeah. yeah. You're kind of, uh, you're kind of like uh, Oscar Madison and a little Os- bit, and Oscar Madison. All right. Eighteen ninety one. The first basketball game was played in Massachusetts, devised by Dr. James Nason. Invented right here in America. Yeah. Who would come to would come to Kansas with this little game? Go to Lawrence, Kansas. Mm-hmm. And hallelujah, have they had a tradition there with the Jayhawks over yep. the years. Yeah. Have you ever been to a game at Allen Fieldhouse? I've called a game at Allen Fieldhouse. Did you House. really? Well, good when for the you. Soccer women played there several right. years That's ago. That's quite a, quite a place. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, and uh, been there a couple of times. So, yeah, the anniversary of uh, the invention of basketball, or the first game, I should say. How about that? All right, four days until Christmas. Coming up, we got the Glenn Beck program here this morning. On KNSS, top of the hour news, Kansas is bracing for a frigid winter storm. In fact, the entire nation is bracing mm-hmm. for a winter storm. Yeah, yeah. Hey, thanks for listening. Stay tuned for Glenn Beck, the Dana Lash Show, the news updates all day. Stephen Ted in the morning, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS Wichita.
Today's high 39 degrees, but tomorrow's high 2. And the wind chill index could reach 25 below. It's going to be dangerous. Be careful out there. Get Wichita. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 